Hey guys. I, I can. Um, yes. Okay. Mm. I need to. I'm going to do it like you do it. Hello and welcome everybody <laughs> on the Kayakast. Today we are joined by Yuta Hermanis and we talk about a whole bunch of stuff. Radio, radio playlisting, kind of how Yuta got into the industry. If you ever need a blueprint for how to do that, we talk a lot about things like hard work, how much work it takes to get into radio and also brad's here i'm dirty by the way yeah but nah. we're not that important we're just <laughs> you guys know us so uh thank you so much can and I, uh let's get into the episode wow can i also try and do one yes you go you, for it you're go welcome for it. to do it basically i've just always wanted to do one of these can i just i, I just go. shot the shit at brad because that's yeah, how i always does go it. for it do All your right. thing okay i'm gonna do my thing so i say hey everyone i always wanted you can, to do you this. can intro it however you want welcome to the kaya cast Brad, Durant, Yuta, we talked about, and, right. and, and you're like, highlight things that oh, we talked about. Okay, okay. I don't know what I'm going to say, whatever's going to come out of my mouth, is going to come out of my mouth, but like, hey everyone, I'm Yuta, the fab friend that almost seems to be at the Kai studio all the time these oh, days, yeah. but I mean like, you know, what did you, what did you say? Open dual policy. Open dual policy. Open dual policy. So it's always a vibe. And uh, I'm here, which means that you should probably be smiling already. Great conversation, but we dived into how I got into radio. So if you've ever wondered how, you know, you wanted like a little sneak peek into like the radio industry from someone that's learning, um, this is definitely what you should be watching. But at the same time, we just kind of got into real talk. We got really deep. Yeah, I went by, really we got deep. deep because being in the creative industry is hard. There's some setbacks, but yeah, it's a roller coaster. Yeah. Fun things, downfalls, but it's what you make out of, like, out of it. And then we also spoke about politics because, I mean, I do have a master's in politics, but <laughs> there's a whole lot of different things. I and mean, it was a fun chat. Yeah. Let's so, get into it. Yeah. Get involved. Actually, yeah, let's kick it straight off. We're yeah. talking about Dury liking the sound <laughs> of his own voice. Oh, firstly, you know what you just did? What? Mm. You said did you? Oh, you know, you on but you know about the signing of their own voice and the voice note thing there's someone on my whatsapp right yeah. and in their bio it says no voice notes please <laughs> um whoever that person Powerful. is i owe them a <laughs> slab maybe a beer uh definitely a hug because that is an awesome idea you know what the it says, it says a lot it, and you've got to be respectful yeah. it says in my whatsapp bio that I'm bad on WhatsApp, and if people urgently need me, they must phone me. And the amount of times people <laughs> will send me you. like a WhatsApp after hours, and then get bleak th mm. that I don't see it the next morning. Yeah. Uh, it's in I my send, bio. I, I send messages after hours because no, I have the fine. weirdest time. But it's just like when people yeah. do it urgently, mm. like just phone me. I'm, yeah. I'm I'm happy to deal with it. So can just someone call phone. you like after hours? Like nah. But if it's urgent. <laughs> But like, what if my urgent and your urgent are two different things? Well, that's something that I want to get into. Work-life balance in the creative industry mm -hmm. or when you don't have a traditional work day. In radio. And, <laughs> and I imagine you've had some experience with this as, as well. So yeah. that was actually a great, great segue <laughs> into what we want to get into. How, for context for the people, and then we'll get into that question. Explain how you got into, into radio and where you are now to the degree to which you are able to say so like long story or short story uh succinct but comprehensive comprehensive okay um so 
Fun fact is that when I was 18, I ended up being one of the seven girls to go to KFM for a day. And that was so cool because it was like this whole introduction to radio. So I didn't really know what to expect other than the fact that like when you hear the radio, you'll just hear voices and you're in the car, but you have Mm. no idea how studio actually looks like and all of the things that go behind it. So it was a beautiful introduction, Um, but I didn't really have enough confidence to pursue radio or even think that like one day I'm going to be a radio presenter, let alone being signed as a new talent to go to FM. And that's like pretty cool. Um, but then I still remember that at the end of that day, they had asked like, so who wants to be a radio presenter one day? And everyone, like all the other six girls, they lifted their hand and I didn't because mm. I didn't think I could. And then like the next year I got to be on TV for a little bit with a super cool internship at Hectic 99. And that was amazing. Like that's how, you know, you love what you're doing when work doesn't feel like work, you know? And then I finished my first degree. And then at the end of that, I was like, let's get into campus and community radio. And that's when I started at MFM. So I really just tried to be consistent. And like I developed more confidence behind the mic, if anything. So I found my confidence through radio, which is so interesting from like when I was 18. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. And like, will I be good enough? And I worked really hard and then COVID happened, but then I just came back with a bigger bang. So I started doing more interviews on my own instead of with a co-host. And I just fell in love with radio even more, especially like the music industry. Um, And then like last year I decided, okay, cool. Let's do the campus DJ search for Good FM. And I wasn't going to do it. And three people literally said, Yuta, you should enter. And you know, like how the universe kind of just aligns and you're like, okay, cool. I guess it's meant to be. And I did it. I didn't win, but then they still called me and I got signed as a new talent. And it's kind of like a short story, long story into how I got into radio. That was both comprehensive and succinct. So I mean, that's how you know I'm a radio presenter. Economical with words. Yeah, that was a good job. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we started talking um, based, I think the first thing we chatted about was um, around Dear Will Denley, shout out to Will Denley, um, and, and <laughs> the really cool. you, did, you did with him. But you have, in quite a short space of time, when did you start doing music interviews or interviews with musicians? Music interviews. Because I know the first couple of those were formative, yeah. but have informed things going forward. So when did you start doing those music interviews? interviews. Let me think. Um, I'm also just going to rudely move your mic. Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Um, Well, look, the first interview I actually started doing was probably when I got lunch at MFM, which was something I'd always wanted. So when I started at MFM, I had like Sunday breakfast. So I skipped the whole graveyard shift and that was pretty cool. I said I didn't have to wake up like from one to four in the morning. Although Sunday at five, it's still a lot, but. We do, we do it because we love what we do, right? Mm. And then um, I think about at the end of 2020, I started getting into music interviews. So I did a few with like big artists from Johannesburg, but at that time I had a co-host and I was more just before COVID had started. And then, you know, COVID kind of happened. Um, and then I remember I did a couple with like local artists, artists on campus, you know, students who are just pursuing their life for music. Um, and then I remember Majosi was like my first solo, like bigger interview, if you get what I'm saying. But then the following year, that's when things really got interesting. So then um, it started as well with me connecting with Neon Dreams and I, they are like the most amazing people ever. I literally love them. 
Um, and then I ended up being like the first in-person interview in South Africa, which was pretty cool. Cause I mean, I was at MFM, it's a campus and community station. You'd think a bigger station would, you know, land that first in-person interview. Um, but I'm so glad that that happened because I got to meet them and they really are so amazing. And then it kind of just led to a whole lot more music interviews from like a few international interviews um, to even interviewing Shekinah. And she's so amazing. Like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you know her music. We're familiar, don't worry. I'm glad. <laughs> and a new album, I love it too. And then Will Lenny was also someone I interviewed towards the end of the year. And that interview in itself touches my heart on so many like levels just because um, I've had the opportunity to meet so many people through radio, but he was just very different because it was the first time that, you know, like I got to actually chat to someone who released like their first ever single. It's like that pinch myself moment, like, oh my gosh, did I really do this? Did I really just release my first single? It's actually happening. Mm. Um, and the way that he even like explained his story and, and just doing these things and connecting with more artists just made me fall further in love with the music industry because there's so much more than just that song that they put out there. But, you know, there's the thought processes, the self-doubt, the story behind the song and, you know, like how it also just leads to more personal growth for themselves and just the way that they express themselves is through music. Yeah. Yeah. Unrelated, but uh, Neon Dreams blue ticked us. Well, blue ticked me. <laughs> really? Yeah. In what context? On Instagram or on WhatsApp? Uh, well, Instagram, which is understandable because I don't have a WhatsApp. But oh. <laughs> I, I wanted to get an international act for chasing stages. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, actually, yeah, I remember we, I remember we messaged him about that. That's fine. I'm, we I'm sure take it, it personally. I'm sure it wasn't intentional. They are so busy. Yeah, and they always try to connect with as many people as they possibly can. Well, they don't need to do anything. They just need to have us follow them around for a day. Yeah, that's the goal. Just let us follow you around. <laughs> but I mean, I fine. don't know how that's going to happen. They're not even in yeah. the country at the moment. So, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. later in the year. I don't know mm. if they do reply maybe. to you eventually. <laughs> fine, Dory's clearly not salty I'm about not it. not salty. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean... What would you say, was there ever an interview, if you can talk, that you were like starstruck in where it was someone who, or not even starstruck, but just someone who like surprised you in the way that you perceived them or, or the way that, do you know what I mean? Starstrucks may be oversimplistic, but. You know, the, the first thing that came to my mind when you asked me this question was last year, I was still at MFM. And um, for the day, there were these little kids. I think they were like grade three and grade four um, from this private school in Brunswick. I forgot the name. I just know it's a private school. Um, and they came to studio for the day just to see what radio was all about. And there was this little girl um, and she literally asked me, so how many famous people have you met? Like, have you ever gotten starstruck? And, you know, like that's the first thing that came to my mind when you asked me that question. And my exact response was, no, I haven't. Okay. And it's so interesting just because whenever I meet someone and I have to do an interview with them, mm. and I don't call them interviews for me, it's just like this fun chat. Yeah. Because I'm meeting yeah. you for the first time and we're connecting yeah. over what we both love talking yeah. about. And um, it's just like a chat. So to me, it's just a normal person. Yeah. Um, there isn't anyone necessarily, but I do think one of the most nerve-wracking interviews where I maybe like thought a lot more about mm. the entire interview was when I had to interview Alan Windy for um, Youth Day. And that was just different 
since it's like a political interview yeah. kind of and you know you've got to be careful with what you say since you're on radio and mm. you know you don't want to get too political but you also have to talk about like relevant topics yeah. so it was probably like a series of political interviews that i had to do because i even i even interviewed the eff um and then i had to interview another political party i believe it's the cape independence and this was just interesting because i have a master's in political science oh, okay so awesome. this was this was cool yeah um yeah and i think when it comes to starstruck i would probably align it more to outside of radio okay yeah so not actually radio in itself and the people uh, it's more like, let me think, um, last year I did a lot of things. I really have to think about all of this. <laughs> um, Fast-paced life right there. Hey. You know, <laughs> you know you got to live life like an adventure. Yeah, yeah well, things we, are happening. You, you only live once. Ride the wave, why not? Right. <laughs> um, last year I got this amazing opportunity where like I was selected to be one of the 100 leaders of tomorrow for the St. Gallen Symposium. So it's a big deal because Sheesh. they only take 100 postgrads globally. Yeah. Due to COVID, couldn't fly to Switzerland, um, which was disappointing. You know, who does another nice. fully paid trip to Switzerland yeah. for like yeah, three for like a week? Yeah. Right? Just in case anyone was sort <laughs> Yeah. COVID really just It really did. Three trips to Europe cancelled last year. But you know, more beautiful things happened in the time that yeah. you know those trips didn't come to be. Those trips all those trips will happen. You know, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> but Please. it was it was um, when I then got invited by the Swiss embassy in Pretoria to be like a guest of honor and speaker. And that kind of had me starstruck and very nerve. Like I was quite nervous. It was mm. nerve wracking. And for the first time I was like, oh my gosh, am I saying the right thing? Uh, I don't know. How am I going to present this? I need to like narrow this down. Because it was also being streamed globally. So like mm. all of these international delegates were watching. And I mean, like people from the UN, like big big people and i was like okay yuta you've got this so that was probably the starstruck what was the biggest learning like that you took away from that experience after speaking at such a important a big thing, thing and, and yeah that i'm yuta i'm honest and i really can do anything um oh, and, love that. you know love it that's love it. everything it. is in the you know, Sheesh. you can't spell cute without Yuta, but it's Yuta Armanis. <laughs> a radio you. presenter, super chatty, showering you with sunshine. But yeah. at the same time, I'm very much capable of speaking on an international platform. Mm. So to make a difference like that is also really cool because the whole purpose of that like symposium is to talk about issues that are prominent and how you can really resolve it. And so not just chatting about it, but coming up with like viable solutions. Mm. Um, and then like after that, I just thought to myself, I love that I do radio and that's definitely my passion, like radio and media. But I'm so glad at the same time that I did study politics because yeah. it really invited me and challenged me, if anything, also to think outside of the box, to look at things from different perspectives. So if there's a, like an issue, I'm not just going to look at it from like my perspective, but I always try to understand it from multiple perspectives because there's so many different views. But how important like symposiums like that are too, because youth don't necessarily have the platforms or as many platforms as they should to really, you know, speak and have their opinions really recognized and appreciated. And I think, you know, like being part of that was definitely cool. And I hope to see more of those things in the future and mm. to be part of mm. more of those types of conversations. Mm. What do you think is, do you think there's an intersection or a, a common element or 
because about I mean, the radio politics and, the politics. And, and radio and and music are you know like not things public that would, voice yeah <laughs> traditionally <laughs> represent like you like a representative yeah you know, I so think. I mean there's definitely common common threads from that perspective but what for you is the is there anything that connects the two this is a question you? I get so often and I'm I always say like I, I feel like when you meet me and mm-hmm. after like talking to me for a little bit you'll probably realize I'm a very unconventional person. I don't mm. do anything the right way. I always do it in my own little unique way. But I guess it's like my name, you know, it's yeah, Uta. The Uta way. <laughs> <laughs> and you have a Uta day, a Uta way. I like Love that. It. We're on the same WhatsApp I group. You. I, I won't blue tick you. Thank you. I appreciate you know, it. I, I won't blue tick Look at me. It's fine. <laughs> the other day, yeah, a couple of days ago, we literally sent a voice note that was almost exactly the same length at the same time yeah, about we were the same sync. stuff. Like, what time are we going to? I was like, cool. What time can we do the afternoon? Can we do 4 30? <laughs> Just because of load shedding, you just sent me, okay, well, I'm not sure about like how the load shedding is going to affect all of this, mm-hmm. but can we do like four o'clock? We were on the same page. And then as he was um as he was replying to my voice note, I actually listened to his. And then he was like, well, you know, your voice note, my voice note's kind of irrelevant because you just answered everything. It's all details. Um, I'll get back to you soon. And I was like, no, I listened to your voice note. <laughs> and yeah, and then we just confirmed what yeah. we and there was just simple messages about. today. And he was yeah. like, cool, this time, the fake cool. See, I can literally <laughs> see the same wavelengths. Like... <laughs> <laughs> nice. um, Two minds think alike. What is, how does the saying go? Great Two great, minds, great, minds yeah, great minds think alike. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Thanks for including me in that. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, you were still asking me about um, how those three different yeah. elements connect. Um, unconventional, and I think that you can do anything you want to do. Like the world is filled with opportunities. Like I found my confidence through radio. There's definitely more that I want to explore in the media space as well. Cause I love creating content mm. and I love adventures. Mm. Like I said in the very beginning, like life should be lived like an adventure. And I often romanticize my life as I mm. should, because it's my life and yeah. I've got to make main it character moment. main character moment always. And you've got to make it the most beautiful life that you can live with the ups and the downs. So um, radio is cool because that's how I definitely know that that's what I want to do. Because mm. um, even while I was studying, it was so hard. Um, similar like to like, well, you know, how he's mm. also so open about like studying something mm. and like pursuing your passion. Mm. And it's, it's very challenging because there was a time and I don't, I actually haven't really spoken to people about this, but I, for the first time ever, actually even considered that I wanted to drop out of doing my master's just because it wasn't something that I wanted to pursue anymore. Mm. And I felt like it was taking me away from my degree but I'm also that type of person that finishes everything that I start as like mm. you, t- you can't you you do so much mm. you do so well so kind of like a superwoman at the end of the day like I bagged three degrees at 24 while doing radio and then at the same time being signed to a commercial station so that's pretty cool and in terms of like my degree I have no idea where that fits into the picture in the future but I'm sure somewhere along the line, you know, the paths oh, yeah. will align. Well, right mean, like, now, I'm not sure. <laughs> already, you know, just being able to be a radio interviewer who can interview politicians, but you have a politics degree. That's yeah. already really... And that in a country in where itself. we need to have so much more discourse around politics and like real discourse around politics, that's invaluable. That is a very challenging thing uh, because... I do study politics, which means I've got burning questions. Like, I want to actually ask you, I want to get into the detail, but you can't do that. Like, there's certain things, you know, maybe don't get too political, stay clear from that, like, in terms of like an actual radio interview. Yeah. 
But outside of that, you get to challenge those thoughts. So I feel like I also really made the most of my degree while I was studying because okay. I didn't just study. Like I got to do like leadership, mm -hmm. um, which at the time I felt like was just something I needed to do. And I felt on my heart like, okay, cool. I want to pursue this. So I did the whole Harker thing, vice brim thing. Um, but I always try to be engaged and active on campus because I'm very curious. Yeah. I want to know what's happening. I want to know why it's happening. I want to know what I can do and just also to learn more because at the end of the day, you, you can really can't even know too much. I mean, I have pilots, I have three degrees, like a BA in internationals and in international studies and then an honors in political science and masters in political science. I learned a lot, yeah. but I'll still say, I don't feel like I know everything. Mm -hmm. If anything, now that I know quite a decent amount, I feel like I know nothing at all. And that's how it's, I know I'm learning. <laughs> it's that age old thing of the more you know, the more you know how little you know. Exactly. Right. But I, I really did the most. Like I even um, got involved with the international office at the university and that was so cool because mm. then I got to meet so many international students. I got to be like a student assistant for BRICS, which is so cool. Mm. Um, and another international conference. And then I did a summer school abroad in Germany. So like and then like last year the saint gallen leaders of tomorrow thing like yeah. so i feel like if i needed to pursue politics and everything i kind of wanted to do in that line and like the goals that i'd set for that i achieved while i was studying okay and then the masters gave me like the opportunity to really explore radio more because it's, mm. i don't have classes mm. while i'm doing my master's degree mm. it's kind of like you sit when you have to sit with mm. your work and that's really difficult because like I'll always say my timetable went as such. I had lunch, which was from 12 to 3 um, at MFM. And then I do that. But before that, I'd obviously have to wake up earlier because you've also got to prep for your show. You can't just like go in mm. and be like, hey, I'm Yuta. And yeah. look, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today, but I had a really bad day. You don't want to know about mm. my bad day. Mm. And you just sprinkle some sunshine onto <laughs> your day. It's like the X factor, you know, the sunshine, the smiles, the infectious. Mm. But then after that, I'd obviously have to stick around maybe sometimes for more radio things or admin. And then like, obviously you have your own personal things that you have to deal with and do. Um, and then like, let's say by 10 PM, that's when I would actually sit with my thesis. Okay. So from like 10 PM and some days to like from 10 PM to like 6 AM in the morning, yeah. I would work on my thesis. So like when everyone else was sleeping, I had to work mm -hmm. on my thesis yeah. while managing, um, that radio. And then also getting this really um, cool feature called Cape Town After Dark, which I currently do for good as well. It was about. Yeah, that was my next well, question, but that? anyways, it's fine. I, I'm glad you see me in sync. I'm, I'm leading you into what you want to ask. I was, guys, I, I, can, I can leave. Eh? No, <laughs> no, it's okay. I know you have Th questions, three, which we're also going to get Three is a party, though, so don't You're, leave. I also won't blue tick you enough. either. Pardon? I'm not blue ticking you. Okay. You're very much present in those conversations. No, I'm, I'm, I'm having fun. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, I, you segued into it nicely. Explain, well, actually... Yeah, where did the concept for Cape Town After Dark come from? What is Cape Town After Dark? Yes, that is a very important. Yes, that yeah. is a very important conversation and question, to be honest. Cape Town After Dark um, is the feature, right? So it takes place every Tuesday at twenty one forty. Look at me promoting my my feature, Cape Town After Dark. Get up with him, you turn it's on nightlife hosted by Tuesday, Celeste Anthony. <laughs> you, know the you know what to do. Um, so the whole purpose of it is to, like, if you think about it, you're going out with your friends in the evening, right? You want to go out, but the idea of where to go puts you off because you don't actually know where to go. And you oh, don't yeah. always want to go to the same bar or the same restaurant. It gets boring after a while. So Cape Town After Dark's purpose is really to clue you in with where you can actually go in and around Cape okay. Town. And I like doing that because yeah. I can say adventure is 
Yeah. What I'm all about. Like your old school gig guide. Mm. Oh. Right? But old school infused with like the Utah yeah. element, I suppose. I like it. You know? Right? It's it's doing really well, believe me. And it's fun because there's so many places that you actually look past or like mm. the places maybe that you do know about and you're like, oh, I don't know that I could like, I'm like, my example, because I told you about it the other mm. day as well, was like Cafe Caprice, right? Yeah. We all know it. Sundays. Yeah, go on a Sunday. Vibe, right? But did you know that you can go on a Tuesday and then you get like a two for one burger special? No, you do. Now it's a Friday. You no, see, and Fridays. I'm doing on Tuesday. And, like, <laughs> and it's just an example. Like on Fridays, yeah. you can get like half price bubbly. Like I'm saying, like okay. they're like places that you may know about, but you don't actually really know everything else that it entails or mm. maybe a day that you'd like prefer or like there's like this really cool bar that has like a graffiti staircase and a graffiti bathroom. I think it's in Short Market Street. Okay. Yeah, these are getting off the dark spots. So I always try to find like unique things in each place. And the best part is that I didn't grow up in Cape Town. Yeah. And like it's more adventurous for me to do this because mm. I get to experience Cape Town in a new way. Not that I didn't visit often, like I did, but you know, like if you're not from the place, you mm. tend to go to specific places or you go where your parents go. Yeah. And Cape Town After Dark also gives me like this cool opportunity, not only to share places where people can go and check out with their friends, date nights, solo adventures, which I really recommend you do. But I get to experience Cape Town in a new way because I'm also like discovering it. So there's a new um, sense of like excitement that I bring to it. Because sometimes you can live in Cape Town and you kind of take for granted the fact that you live in a beautiful city because yeah. you grew up here. It's like same thing, different day. <laughs> That was a Slack notification. (laughs) Don't worry about it. So, like, yeah, like that's what kept an off the dark like purpose is at the end of the day. But you wanted to know how it started. Yeah, like, what was the impetus behind it? You know, what what initiated it? So, I started a thing um, called Gym of the Week at the time, where I was just showcasing places um, that you can go to because I've always loved adventures and finding places and things like that. Um, and I was just something I did loosely. It wasn't necessarily anything serious, but then at the time, um, Celeste to the like feature, like the show text person, Celeste show, she was actually the person who trained me, um, for radio and recruited me at MFM. So it's kind of like a full circle moment. The fact that she had asked me to do this feature for her on a show, which she called Cape Town After Dark. Um, so then I got to do Cape Town After Dark and she's like, she needs someone who will be consistent, hardworking. Um, but also like, you know, loves adventure. And she asked then, Yuta, can you do it? And I was like, wow. And the thing is, she was like, she wants to go back to MFM because she also came from MFM. And she had asked the people that were working at the time, like the managers, like who at MFM would be the best for this? And both of them were like, Yuta. Okay, and they were like, cool. Yuta's basically like the mini you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I take that as a compliment because yeah. Celeste is really hardworking and she has a like big passion for radio. So to pursue that and do it with her was really cool, but it was daunting at the beginning. And I think I even told her this once because it's like Celeste and, you know, imagine someone training you, recruiting mm. you and, and, you know, like then they ask you to do something for them and you're like, uh, are you sure it should be me? Do you think I'll do a good job? And I was like, no, Yuta, she wouldn't have asked you if you couldn't do mm. it. And then I just like started developing Cape Town After Dark further. So it was just meant to be like three places. I'll tell you where to go. I didn't necessarily have to take pictures, post about it. And then I just like enhanced it Mm. the Utah way, Mm. the Utah standard. And it is what it is. Like now you'll see reels, like the voiceovers on top of the reels, Mm. the TikToks. If anything, people, once someone actually told me, 
um, are you the Susu girl? And Susu is like the new bubble tea spot in the Vatican. Uh, just okay. because they saw Mario. No. <laughs> are you a Susu girl? <laughs> I mean, it's a good assumption. It, it I mean, it's a lovely are... assumption. I'm glad you're paying attention. Yeah, clearly. And then other people are like you. So I just like look at what you go, at where you go, what you do. Then I like save it. They don't like it. They yeah. save it. Mm. What do you think? Well, actually, by the sound of it, that's better for the algorithm at the moment in any case. So Very shout true. out to the homies who are saving reels. By the way, if this is a reel, save it. Thank you. Um, <laughs> now we what? have to make it a reel. Yeah, now oh. we have to make it a reel. I mean, why Jared, wouldn't you want to make it a reel? Why wouldn't we? Yeah, no, good point. Jared, we have the biggest smile here. You got it. Um, what do you think, and this is a question that I'm, I'm very interested to get your perspective on, Radio is one of the oldest forms of communication yeah. technology, uh, as especially broadcast communication technology. And fundamentally, the technology hasn't changed, can't by mm. virtue of what it is. And with all of the evolutions in communication, digital communication um, and distribution, what role do you think radio plays that's kept it as relevant as it has? And do you th how long do you think that's going to last? You know, my first thing, the first thing that came to my mind, radio isn't abandoning you during load shedding now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. You know what? <laughs> yeah, so all, all the digital communication in the world means jack shit if you don't have power. So yeah. Just hop but, in the car and just... Yeah. But radio is there through yeah. thick and thin. Yeah, radio is there enough. during COVID. Radio is there during hot lockdown. When you're going through a breakup and you get into your car, what's playing? The radio. If you don't have a streaming app, your phone is dead. Yeah. Who's there? Radio. CDs. <laughs> See, do you, do you even still have a, a CD? I have player? like a one CD for when my phone is dead. <laughs> <laughs> when things are really, really yeah, dark. Desperate. <laughs> when, when things have absolutely just gone wrong. But you know what? Like, I think radio will be around for as long as you know people need it because at the yeah. end of the day like we don't always all have friends and the reason i like radio mm. and why i pursue it is the fact that you get to connect with so many people i may mm. not personally know you but we're connecting on a level where if you get into your car um and i'm behind the mic we are conversing i'm keeping you company i'm putting mm. a smile on your face and sometimes you can be going through a lot and mm. um just having that person you're not physically seeing them but through the airwaves and they're like saying like look um so i had an awkward moment and i walked through into a glass door it's so silly for me to say that yeah. but it really happened to me mm. and you're gonna laugh in your car and you're like oh you know what me um tripping in front of my crash wasn't even a big deal like at least i didn't bump into a glass mm. door mm. like oh my gosh i bumped into she bumped into a mm. glass door and i tripped like it happens you know we're human and yeah. you know you have these jokes bands, but Radio is also such an important platform because it's where you get to connect with people, but you can also have important conversations because like you get commercial radio, but there's also talk radio where you get to dive into more like politically orientated topics. You get to dive into mental health. It depends, it depends on what it's all about and like the show and all of mm. those things. But radio serves a purpose that sometimes people don't really realize because it's the same, like you can see something in one way, but without you realizing it, there are like multiple other avenues and like things that radio actually does to assist other people i mean you get advertisements on radio as well um radio gets to help people like even during COVID. like i mean i even did it at mfm as well 
Um, and I mean, that's why I started Gem of the Week too. And I incorporated into radio was just to assist small businesses right. that were like yeah. really struggling mm. or um, didn't necessarily have as much feed because people were scared. And that Cape Town After Dark, yes, it tells you where to go, but it's also good exposure in its own way because it can help a small business too. Yeah. Even if it's like, just like, hey, listen, so if you are hungry, it's winter, it's cold. And you want to go somewhere, but you want to make it worth your time. You don't want to be outside. You want to be warm. You want to feel cozy. Then check out the spot yeah. and, you know, maybe try this or that. And, you know, like, there we go. Like, I'm not necessarily like doing full on marketing, but it, mm. the point is like, I'm actually telling you like, look, yeah, you, yeah, you it's, can a, it's, go. A, it's a personal recommendation from, from True. And you, you, know, you like, presenter. And yeah. And radio is all about authenticity. Yeah. That the audience knows and kind mm. of trusts and has the ability to like, because everybody goes home at this mm-hmm. a certain time and then they're like, oh, I know it's this guy show. Like, yeah. oh, there's a school show, you know, then <laughs> they, um, and then like, you know, tune in to the same person, like get to know that person. I mean, mm-hmm. like I, I grew up in Pretoria, you know, and it's like, you know, we, when I was, when I was a youngster, it was always, oh, my drive to school was always when Wackhead Simpson did his jokes, you know, his yeah. pranks. And it was always like, and then also I saw his face and it's like, that's the guy? <laughs> really? But That's also the interesting thing because you get, you know, like the best part is that nobody actually sees you behind yeah. the mic. Mm-hmm. I, I can tell you how many times, like even this year alone, like when I have to go into studio to do Captain of the Dark, I directly came from the gym. Mm. So like I have like my tights, I could be maybe a bit more sweaty, my hair could be a mess. I don't have to look good. Nobody's going to see me. Plus it's nighttime radio. It's like, who's going to see me now? You know? Mm. Um, and that's like the one nice thing. Cause sometimes you can have a bad day and nobody will know. Yeah. Um, or you can have a bad hair day or just look terrible. Nobody's going to know. Yeah. As long as you know, we're having good conversation. We're connecting. We're vibing on air. Yeah. Good. <laughs> one thing that I really want to like give big kudos to, 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 to radio and the entire platform in itself is like, in a, in a former life, I was a musician, right? And I've many, many side note, I've lived many lives, um, very old. Um, <laughs> but in a former life, I was a musician. And to us, it, things only really got real. You know, you, you put up music on, you know, Apple, Apple Music and you put up your music on Spotify and you release and a music SoundCloud. video. And, and all of that, and that, but that's you doing it right it's mm. you acknowledging this is good enough to distribute yeah. but and whoever listens to it listens to it or maybe you get playlisted but there's there was something about like getting a song on the radio yeah. that's like oh shit we made it it's the most exciting thing when your people's songs get playlisted yeah and when you get to tell them that their songs are playlisted that's so awesome even better when they come into studio as well and you have that interview mm. i think it's brilliant and I think it also leads into a very important question that Brad has. Ooh. Just, just around, and you touched on it exactly, around playlisting for, I think particularly for independent musicians. You know, my background was in live events and yeah. music, and I manage a band called Hey Imagine. Shout out, Hey Imagine. Um, you guys aren't getting on radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> Listen, never say never. <laughs> We, there'd have to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying this, and I've never heard. Yeah, the music. there's some. We definitely have to make radio edits. No, you guys, you guys will. It's just like this isn't the way you're going to get it. <laughs> no, this is not the way. I was just shouting out while I mentioned. Um, shout out! Got to shout out the boys. The boys. But um, yeah, getting onto radio as an independent musician, and I think you know, especially in Cape Town, 
And especially if one doesn't feel like, you know, they fit the commercial bill. Mm. I feel like in my experience sending stuff, like getting playlisted on radio is so complex and it seems like generally you have to know a host to get mm. on a playlist. And what do you think that does from a perspective of whether intentional or not, but gatekeeping around a particular sound and not representing or being able to give exposure to the a wide, wide, variety, a wide variety of, of genres and sounds? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's a, such a complex question. Like, it really is a complex question. I'm, like, so I'm, I'm like literally trying how, to think how about how to the, answer this. How full is the submissions inbox? Because See, I don't know that. Yeah. Because look, um, there's like, I came from a campus and community station, right? And then I got signed to a commercial station. Mm. So I'm still very much adjusting to all of the things I'm like still learning. And yeah. even from like a campus and community perspective to a commercial station, there's a massive difference. Even like, like, to be honest, like I was listening to my logs recently um, and this is from campus and community and great. Um, I can hear myself. I can, can see, okay, cool. This is how you can improve and everything. And then like, it's a small difference, but then when you listen and like, just from all of my observations on like, oh, I like that. Now it sounds like radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, you know, like I'll listen back and I'm like, wow. There's so many different things because there's also more people that have like certain positions to fulfill things. Yeah. Like at a campus and community station, maybe the staff could be smaller. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, more. it depends on where the stations are at also respectively, like financially mm. and everything. But um, there are different people that have different positions and they are there because they are great at what they do, yeah. you know, and they're responsible for that. So as a radio presenter, um, it again, like I'm still learning, like yeah. literally the new talent. So I really speak under correction of what I'm saying. Um, but from like what I understand and from what I perceive, like playlisting, I get it can be difficult, but then also like, you're not the only person like sending through your song to be yeah. playlisted. There are multiple people. Like even when I was at Hectic 99, um, I had like this position and it was a cool internship that I got for like June. Um, the weird like school winter holidays, right? I got to speak on TV, which was amazing. And, um, I also had like this big role you know, behind the scenes as well. And then just like looking um, now and then at like the emails and the inboxes, because as a researcher, I was responsible like for booking guests for the show. And um, I still remember there was like, at the time, like a very big artist. Um, they were like literally everywhere. You just heard their name everywhere. And they had sent an email uh, maybe like a month ago. And then um, there wasn't a need to have them in yet. And then... Like then when I needed someone and that need kind of came and they were like, hey, you mm. are coming down. Do you still want to come in? And, you know, like there's that because there are so many different people. And even like playlisting, there's also like different things that maybe a station might want or like it also depends on the station because you get a music station. Like it really depends on like what the station is all about, the genres that they want. And you get like genre specific shows. So if it's like it is like old school jams then you know, Oh, okay, cool. But then again, like the presenter isn't responsible for the playlisting. Yeah. Like I still get emails for people asking me to playlist their songs. And I'm like, I can't help you with this. Yeah. Like, I do not know <laughs> how I can get your song playlisted because I'm not the person responsible yeah. for that. There's like also like specific things that maybe a station wants in terms of like, um, okay, if we're going to playlist a song, this is what maybe, you know, a certain standard that it needs to have. But generally I think that 
radio isn't a medium that's trying to like hold people back if anything like you have presenters and like stations genuinely do want to see new talent they want to help you grow like um for example you'll even see like Carl Wasey like he does the top 40 he's amazing Mm. shout out to Carl Wasey for getting me on radio (laughs) you see like but he's just like an example that I think a lot of people would know like he has interviews with artists that aren't necessarily big yet like I remember he had a chat with someone and and I think I forgot a name but she wrote a song it was during lockdown and um it was actually inspired by like her being in a room so it was like the four frames which were the four corners of her room but you see like um it's always trying to help but you can also only do so much I guess there's a lot more things that happen Mm. and a lot of people are responsible for different things so it isn't necessarily like I think gatekeeping per se um but just trying to do like the best that they can because again like um it's also a medium where like you you have a lot of people that are listening and you kind of want to keep everyone happy at the same time and try to connect with the people because it's not like people as the collective like radio is literally about you and I like I'm connecting with you individually and you that you may be sitting in the car you that you know is maybe at work right now but I'm connecting with so many like single individuals that different people want different things yeah um and in terms of like the sound because I know like you mean like usually when you hear radio you you just hear like bops commercial songs and um look I think it also comes down to the person that makes those decisions like I really can't speak on that because like my role is completely different yeah to the playlisting perspective but if you like have a specific show like and here I'm speaking from like being at campus and community quick um if like I have a show and um it was just about like music yeah then if there's someone that I would like really have wanted or someone was like asking hey can we come through for an interview and you know they're like you can see that they're serious and like they're ready and you know like they are working really hard towards it then you're gonna put them on and then they like are who you end up chatting to Mm. in that like interview slot because a lot of people sometimes like and just taking this outside of radio it's Mm. the same like um you can see someone has potential but sometimes you also just have to work a bit harder Mm. to get to that standard and then you know like you like suddenly start to get recognized a lot more. Like I, for example, um, I entered the campus DJ search like when I wasn't meant to do it. I didn't feel like it was in me to do it. I didn't feel ready. And I bombed. Yeah. Like I bombed so much. Like it was horrible. I felt embarrassed for like months <laughs> and I felt so insecure about it. I felt so ashamed. And at the time I was like, okay. And then I did it again and I was like, yeah. Um, I think I can do this now. Mm. I'm ready. Like I've been working hard and then I didn't get it. And I was a bit, I'm not even a bit disappointed. I was really disappointed because I thought like, Oh, okay, I can do it. Like I should have gotten through the next round. But then when I didn't want to do it the third time, I guess three times a charm, Mm -hmm. I ended up um, making it into the top five and I got this amazing experience. So I think when it comes to like, whatever it is that you do, Sometimes you don't realize it, but you just like, you just have to work harder. There's more things that you have to learn. So it's not necessarily anything personal at the same time. It also depends on like the vibe that you're going for, the sound that you're going for. Um, Cause it's the same, like you have a certain fashion sense, right? If you're going to like, let's just say, you know. I mean, Dory's got a hell of a good fashion sense. Right? 
Yep, thank you. Yeah, um, and and Shady even <laughs> says keep calm. <laughs> Just because it's been a long week and I'm, people keep are sending calm. me voice notes. So. <laughs> yeah, and we're not leaving you on blue tick. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think it's it's going. It's okay. And yeah, I mean, right. I'm smiling, and we we all laughing. So. Yeah. Your mood should just slightly be elevated, you know? It it just comes down to what you want at yeah. the end of the day, like the vibe that you want to go for. It's a very complex question, and I don't even feel like I could do it justice. Like someone that has a lot more experience could have answered that question. Mm. But from where I am at this moment, that's like kind of what I think. Mm. But I'm sure it will develop a lot more. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily personal. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I... I yeah, I don't think, you know. But I, I get it from yeah. like the like from you wanting to send your things out. Like you're sending it out to everyone and you want your big break. Mm. Like you want someone to recognize it. And again, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. I went through that this year where um, I wasn't really sure what was going to happen with radio. I was like hoping to get a call and um, I was like, okay, cool. Like when am I going to get it? When am I going to get it? And I didn't get it yet. And then eventually there was like an email. So I was like, oh, this is, this is happening. And I was excited. And I remember like I was beaming, like I had the biggest smile on my face. I, as if I was, as if I was like on cloud nine. And then I still remember, um, neon dreams came in that like the next day and I was still beaming and I was like, Hey guys. And we we're chatting. And I was like, obviously just saying like, this might be our last interview, like at mm. MFM. Um, just that they know because I yeah. wanted it to, to be memorable since I really appreciate like them and like mm. I love always chatting to them in studio and just having them around like they are really cool. Um, now we can say shout out to Neon Dreams, you know. Shout out to Neon yeah. Dreams. A lot of Canadians. <laughs> that was not enthusiastic. That <laughs> no, was. I just didn't want to. I, I, I don't know. My headphones are quiet so I like, can't relate enough. I don't know how loud I'm being. I can see that I'm like, clipping a, when I get excited. I felt, I felt like that was like a Kanye West um, <laughs> shout out. I'm smiling from the movie. inside. The enthusiasm is on the inside. <laughs> I'm trying to self-regulate because I've noticed I'm clipping. So no, that's fine. I can fix it. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to mm. make Dirty's job a bit. <laughs> but um, and I and I mentioned this like and them specifically because I remember a lot. Like I'm I'm really good at remembering, and I was like the time frame. And then I went like from being on cloud nine to kind of just going from cloud nine to like rock bottom in terms of just like how happy I was the Tuesday to like versus the Thursday. Because mm. then I replied and I sent through my things and I was like, oh, this is going to be exciting. This is going to be amazing. Um, and then there was just like silence. And then like, I was like, okay, like how do I pick my mood up from this? And I was looking forward to the weekend, to seeing all of my friends perform at this concert on a Sunday. Um, seeing my friend have like a flat warming and, you know, just spending the weekend in studies. I was looking forward to it, that mm. I just wasn't really present in the moment. And then the mind, I was like, oh, cool, I have to have an attitude change, you know, because if you change your attitude on a lot of things, it just changes the way that you perceive things. And then again, like I felt like I was being humbled tremendously because also it is all about just being humble. I think anything you have to do, you just should always be humble. Yeah. Um, that then eventually like, there was contact again. So I was like, all right, yay, this is happening. Awesome. But that like period was just, you know, like it was yeah, hard. Yeah, it was like limbo, like oh, I was about to say limbo. Wavelength. Yeah. <laughs> again, shout out him. See, now you, 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 you yeah, matching yeah, the frequencies I'm, I'm matching, over here. Yeah. We're here, we're here. But like I said, like it, um, it happens. And I, I forgot why I mentioned this because I got so into 
the story now. Do you remember why I mentioned this? Didn't you? Uh, did you ask You asked me something. Someone asked me something and I used me as an example for it. I really just got engaged at the story. Yeah, me as well. <laughs> I, like, I took a lot away from it, but I can't actually remember what prompted it. Sorry, do you... Do you find in radio that like the moment you say something like 10 minutes later, or not even 10 minutes, two minutes later, you're going to forget about what you said? No, because no. I can tell you that I can remember exactly what I'd ask someone in an interview. Yeah. If I had to hear something like for two seconds, I'd remember exactly that. Like if I, like again, like I've been listening to my logs, right? Yeah. I can tell you what I asked Shekina. I can tell you what I asked Tyler Page. Okay, I didn't recently listen to Will Lindy's <laughs> one, but... I can tell you mm. like what I had because there's a lot of thought that goes behind it. Mm. You know, you prepare for it. It's not like, because I'm not going to waste your time. Yeah. You're coming in to talk about something that's so important. Yeah. It's so disappointing when someone doesn't even know that you have a music video out, but I should know that you have music yeah. video out, mm. you know, like. I mean, it, it does help. Like, I assume you have notes out and everything. Yeah, like. Yeah, we don't. Because <laughs> there's a camera and it looks and it's like. A con- and yeah, because. And we're having a conversation. But it's yeah. not. But see, radio's also like, just a conversation yeah. like you have like maybe a couple of notes but you're not gonna like script and go word for yeah. word it's just so that you remember like okay cool like this is, this the, is like the, the points in case yeah. you like maybe lose your train of thought because mm. you can look up and you're like oh what was i talking about quickly <laughs> you know like you're like oh yes boom <laughs> yeah. um but no like i i always remember um i won't ever forget i think maybe if it comes to just having a personal conversation with someone and i'm like my mind's all over the place because mm. I always love to say I'm a radiant hot mess. I mean, when <laughs> I came in here, I was a radiant hot mess. <laughs> That's, there's a radio pun in there. I, I can't say it because it's not, it's not landing right as I imagine it. But. I came in with a bag that was like full because I have to go and check out a restaurant in a little bit as well. I have to kind of change for that different top. But the vibes are Ill. good. Yeah. But the vibes are good. That's what I'm saying. Radiant hot mess. Because I can be a hot mess, but I'm still going to smile. <laughs> and and people need to understand that it's okay to be a hot mess sometimes. Mm. Because Naturally. sometimes like, life happens, you know? Yeah, you've got to be real. Exactly. <laughs> I just, yeah, you go. No, I'm, I'm, mine is, I'm, I'm not asking a very serious question. Uh, I was going uh, to prompt your question. I realized as well, I got deep. kind of my question. Oh, so no, but it was good. I got deep. I like, was just really, I was really engaged. No, but it's like, a story that I don't really tell because yeah. I was like, mm. nobody talks about those things. Like yeah. you can, and the reason why I was saying this, actually, I think I'm remembering now, was um, because it, like what I learned out of this whole thing was that you can be really good at something and you can be talented. Mm. Um, okay, so yes, you were talking about yes, the music. Yes, I yes, love yes, how yes. I'm remembering that. But sometimes like, it's frustrating and it's hard because you have to wait. And in that moment, for the first time, I realized that you have to wait. And the waiting isn't easy. Mm. It's, it's frustrating. It's hard. In a waiting period, you can give up hope. You maybe decide to abandon your dreams. You kind of just like, let go. Go a different direction. Go and, yeah. Or sometimes, you know, you just keep pushing. And mm. I think it's the people who keep pushing that um, end up being exactly where they never thought that they would um because something like people have given me amazing advice and it's through this lack of advice and my willingness to take it and my willingness to learn that I'm where I am now um in addition to like the hard work because I mean you gotta Mm. gotta put in a lot of work and be consistent if you want to you know get to wherever you want to be in life but a few things have really like helped me um and one of them was the fact that sometimes you're just not the sound that someone yeah. wants at the time, but it doesn't mean 
that you're not good enough. And um, radio is, it's not like a race. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon and you have to have the legs for it. And in the very beginning when I started it, like I remember Celeste and I've said this to Celeste so many times. She like, she had asked me about who I was, you know, like in an interview and you have to like sell yourself basically. Mm. And I said I was hardworking and she literally said, that's great that you're saying that you're hardworking, but that's something that I'll see. Yeah. And I kind of just stuck because um, from that moment, I was working hard. And then when I got to Good Hope and we did Cape Town After Dark or somewhere along the line and she was like, you see, and you're sitting in front of me right now, where is everyone else that you started with? Mm. And I'm like product of hard work and consistency because mm. sometimes you can get rejected. And believe me, I take more L's than, than wins. I just don't think people pick that up because I'm always smiling and I'm mm. sunshiny. But it's like eventually I just realized that everything that you get a no, like every no that you get, you just really are being redirected into yeah. where you need to be. And sometimes some things will take away from what you actually love. So like it's a learning like yeah. period and you can submit and submit and submit, but there will be someone yeah. like even Billy Bob Brown, strange things. Yeah. Do you guys watch it? Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm not mm, on the part, most recent part, season. Part, part yeah. two is out today. Is it out today? I don't part even know what part two is. Yeah. I stopped watching after season two because something yeah. had to give. I mean, Masters <laughs> Radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I needed things, to graduate. I <laughs> but apparently yeah. it's super well, now spooky. Your masters is over. <laughs> we were slowly getting into yeah. into watching shows. Um I mean, I still it. need to watch like the final, like the last season of Rick and Morty. Like I think I didn't I didn't mm. start yeah, it yet. Yeah. I, I have a lot of catching up. So if you have recommendations, like plug me. I'm all for adding it to my list and when I have time we'll get there. <laughs> Lies but everybody like everybody says. No, I promise I love get watching that Rick and Morty season. Right? No. I even started playing the Sims done. 4 again. I'm like I'm I'm vibing sure. with life guys i'm vibing i'm getting there but billy bob brown yeah she almost gave up on acting she had mm. no 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 and she was literally on the brink of it and i remember I, see i told you i remember everything i speak about in here mostly okay. but i spoke about this yeah. and she didn't give up like she was going to and then she got a break by being on stranger things mm. but she was this close she contemplated it and then she got a yes so i think it's really all about just to keep going because it's like any other thing, like with radio, like radio is where I learned discipline, right? It's where I learned a lot, like more than just radio. But it's like, if you put it in any other field, it's the same, like you sending your stuff out, you're sending your CV out, mm. you know, you sending um, uh, maybe your demo to like a, a manager or to, um, I don't know, like a record label or anything, mm. you know, like you're hoping to get a yes mm. and then you get rejected or they don't reply. Mm. that's what i'm saying sometimes it's like not personal because people see it yeah and then if i'm honest like there's someone who dm'd me asking me to interview them and like i'm not really exposing myself but i've noted it i just don't need to start to interest yet but i intend to you know yeah because i see what she's doing yeah. and i want to put you on but yeah. the timing isn't there yet yeah. so i'm gonna reach out but i don't want to like say hey yes yeah. and then i'm not ready for you yet because then you're gonna get like have your hopes up and everything and i don't want to disappoint people mm, that's a really cool insider's view on something i heard and it was very much in the context of i think it was musicians and you know yeah so that's generally the credible. that's kind of like my answer to the gatekeeping yeah, was, of the radio it was a really and the like good yeah. coherent answer but the especially in the creative industry and in you know or the entertainment industry the one thing i heard is a way to deal with 
the volume of no's you'll get in amongst the yeses is and it's a, a lot and no, <laughs> no means not right now i know but it's really hard to to grapple with that no like um i'm so fortunate i'm so grateful like um what the chat is that i've done what takes quite a couple of people years to do like with radio like i've done that in two years mm. which is pretty impressive but i worked really hard so a lot of the time sometimes people think um maybe i could I don't think people think this, you know, it's just like one or two people. In most cases, people think I'm radiant, I'm lovely, I'm warm. And that's great because I really just want to spread as much love as I can in everything that I do. Um, but then other people would maybe say, oh, she's a bubblehead or, or all she does is she just goes out all the time. Um, or, you know, like she's just always out and about at night. Um, she doesn't really like, she's just always out and just fine. Like, does she even ever work living mm. her best life? But at the end of the day, like going did you go to place with Captain of the Dark, for example, is there really work? Yeah, I'm getting work. content. Yeah. And then I sit six hours making a reel for you. And then, yeah. you know, like four hours making those templates for you in addition to having to do all the other things. But um, like, I'm always like busy with everything. But the point in it too is like, you know, like we also work really hard to be where you're at. Mm -hmm. um, and I think sometimes people don't realize and just in anything, if you want to do something like someone, a friend that I had at the time, he always used to say like, Many people like want to be like Elon Musk, but who wants to put in the work that Elon Musk does? You know, mm. like, are you going to wake up the at that certain time? Are you going to schedule your like day? And mm. like, I think it's just like perspective. Yeah. But it, it, it can be really hard because when you pursue, especially in the creative industry, you really also need to know like who you are, I feel. Yeah. Just from like interacting with all of like different people in different like spaces within the creative industry. There's a lot that you have to take. And you can receive like hate, you can receive meaningful comments. Maybe you don't feel like you are supported enough. Maybe you don't feel like people are recognizing. And it's also the most riskiest career, in my personal opinion, as or whatever it is in the creative industry. And like, you, you know, like sometimes you want to do it, but you don't necessarily have like the financial backing to do so. Um, sometimes you get lost and you're just trying to make it that at some point, some people, for example, even just make songs for hits. They yeah. like, they don't make songs. For themselves. For themselves, songs that will, that mean something, a yeah. message. And I think at the point and where we're at just in life in general, you need songs that are going to make you feel good. Songs mm. that, um, you know, like recognize you. Because at the end of the day, like music isn't just three minutes, like vibes, but, you know, like when you listen to the, like that three minutes, four minutes, two minutes, however long the song is, it kind of just becomes your song. Mm. And I just also like, developed a lot more respect for a lot of different things just through radio because you get to meet so many different people then you learn more about it so it's not just like this medium it's not like i mean i don't think people even realize how much work a videographer does <laughs> or someone that does like production you just see cool boom 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 the, and like all the people that are in like that make a movie come together mm. You just see the actors. Mm. Then you're like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. Or, oh my gosh, Woman Crash Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> there's hundreds of people. Yeah, for, I mean, have you seen, yeah, like, have you seen those credits in yeah. a movie? Yeah, for every actor, there's a hundred, yeah. hundred casts. Yeah. And for every cast, there's a hundred extras. Like, yeah. it's right. insane. It's the scale. There's just a lot of things that, you know, you have to take yeah. into account when it and comes I, to And this. I think uh, on what you were talking about, and we'll wrap it up fairly soon, but what you were saying about how people, you know, would see on social media, you know, like you're out, you know, you're doing these things for Cat Cat's on After Dark, you know, yeah. you, do you even work? And <laughs> people not understanding that like 
no, that is work. And yes, and this is something that we've talked about a lot. Yes, it looks like fun. And yes, relative to a lot of work, it is, <laughs> it is fun. fun. Like we're not saying, yeah, it's definitely better than being an accountant. I can tell you that for free. But it's still labor. It's still work. And it's still tiring. You know, mm. and just because we're having fun at work doesn't mean that that work should be respected any less or understood yeah. any less. Just because it also looks fun from where you're standing. But I mean, you'd know, like going to an event or a venue to film it and make something, you're not enjoying it like you would if you were there having a Yeah, this is so job. true. Because like whenever I go out, like my cousin once asked me, Yuta, so like when do you put the switch off from like when you're working? Like when are you done with radio and you're done with Captain After Dark? And I, I, I just realized I'm never done. Mm. My mind is always thinking. I'm like, oh, this is a cool place. Or like, mm, maybe I won't have time to come here again. Like let's just take a couple of videos so that I have it just like mm. just, just in case, case. you mm. know? And then I'm like, ah, oh, okay, cool. This is this is life. This is the vibes. Mm. And um, it is luckily I haven't like received any like negative mm. hate or anything. Mm. But I also think sometimes what people should also prepare you for, aside from like the nose, um, is like you also have to be careful with who you choose to sur like surround yourself with, like the whole waiting period, and um, but also how like your friendships can change. Because like I've had a few friends that aren't my friends anymore, mm. yeah. and. It's just because sometimes those people don't understand like where you are at, the mm. direction that you're going, or they don't understand like literally I had a friend. We're not friends anymore um, because he got upset that I didn't invite him to go with me to a wine bar, <laughs> but it was work related. Yeah. So, you know, like you're not just going to take Chocolate. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In, in hindsight though, like there were other people that he didn't really see me hang out with, but they were there the first time I went. Okay. So then the owner said they like they can come again mm. not that they weren't some of them weren't like my first choice per no. se but you know what i mean like yeah it's like small examples and i'm just using me as an example mm. to a lot of things but you learn a lot so mm. like out of radio i've learned a whole lot and i'm very excited to see what happens next and like the future mm. everything yeah we're gonna do a part two when we <laughs> talk about the stuff that we haven't been able to officially talk about because <laughs> That's that a whole be, different kettle of fish. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I have uh, two things for the end of this episode, um, just to spice things up, right? It's these, I've got a question that might be a little bit more intrusive, and I'm wanna, I wanna like. Oh my gosh, I'm like wondering what's I wanna, this burning like, question. I wanna, like, I wanna start a fight, basically, and like not really. <laughs> <laughs> so, the question that I have, right, is just for some backstory for deeper understanding right? yeah. we're sitting on the sets of a podcast right my entire life revolves around podcasting basically right now mm -hmm. it is my work is podcasting being a host being a producer being a facilitator editing publishing all those things right now my thing is right podcasting is a lot more i would say accessible then not in terms of listenership, radio, by, by, by miles, right? Yeah. But accessible to participate in, accessible to make certain conversations heard, uh, more accessible to have a wider variety of guests. I feel like I right? know where this question is going. So <laughs> I want to just kind of touch on that and like, should the radio presenters and the podcast presenters or podcast hosts rather, should we start a war? 
<laughs> because I'm, I'm, I'm. You're, you're ready. You feel like you're ready to start hashtag, a war. <laughs> just, just for those, just for those. Hashtag um, uh, King of Podcast Cape Town. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Shout so, out to yeah. you. Hey, okay. Um, fun fact. Yes. Brad and I actually spoke about this. What was it? Two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was here like mm, two days yeah. ago. I feel like I'm kind of. Yeah, I've been here been a lot. Here a few times I was always like, week. I'm always here now. Uh, <laughs> open door policy. <laughs> um. To be honest, that's something that's a, like a big conversation a lot of people are actually having because a podcast is something that's like on the rise, not only in South Africa, globally, mm -hmm. um, and just across the continent as well. It's like a rising form of like communication and engagement. I know it's also a thing about like, okay, cool. So like, where does radio fit in with this? Where does podcasting fit in with radio? Can they like coincide? Mm. Do they operate separately? Um, and I think both mediums offer different things, but they can also like work together. So I don't think there's necessarily like a need to. We're not fighting for the same, for the same uh, slice like, of the pie in a, in a sense. But like, like you see, like each thing serves different yeah. purposes. Like a podcast is also like where you have like, you know, maybe less restrictions where you can say a lot more. Like, I mean, you definitely can't mm. swear on radio. Yeah. But and, like, and do you want to see, do you want to see a magic trick? Fuck. Oh my gosh! <laughs> well done. <laughs> well it, is, done. It, is, it is a good friend, like you know, like standing ovation. Like <laughs> I'm not standing, but you know. I think like if there ever was this metaphorical war between the radio presenters, <laughs> the radio presenters would all have like messy hair, still in the gym clothes, and then all the podcast hosts will be sitting there like bottled brandy in their hands, like smoking a goit, just being like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that someone does have a podcast like that where like they sit down and they, I think they, they taste alcohol together. Yeah. I think it's whiskey to be exact. Surely, surely. You can do anything. Yeah. yeah that like, the, that's the what they, but mm. that's what people do. But I mean, different forms do different things, you mm. know, but they can work together and they serve different purposes. That's no, like my advice. I really yeah. enjoyed when you were talking about the radio <laughs> stuff earlier and linking it back to this and the importance of radio and, and the role it plays. It's the only communication medium and, and it's where like podcast and radio have inverse, but I think both still relevant appeals. Mm. In the, a podcast is a, you can access anywhere in the world, no matter who you are, you know, with audio and video, you've got so many different ways to consume it. So it's, innately accessible you know super easily all over the world I'm whereas radio i'll keep the note yeah radio is completely so it's it's live and it has to be local to a degree obviously yeah. you do have national radio stations and whatever yeah. but it's it's the one thing that's almost forced to be locally relevant because you've got the limitation of the technology but within that i think is its strength is that it is the most like locally relevant and real time communication medium that that you can broadcast that has to yeah. be locally relevant and i think that's why you'll still you know listen to radio even over more choice of where you can select exactly what you're going to get i think the like real timeness and the local relevance is what keeps you know that you can't replicate mm -hmm. with podcasts or or anything like that which I just thought was cool. Your the note. note that I wanted to not forget was, um, you see, radios have websites, radio stations have yeah, websites. No, no, was, you know? As you said that, I was like, yeah. Mm. Uh, and then like, wherever you are in the world too, like you can kind yeah. of just stream yeah. it. But I get what you're yeah. saying. Like, because when you go on a streaming thing, wherever your podcast is made available, then people can just easy, like, you know, access it or like they'll land up on mm. it. 
but like for a radio station, you kind of like need to know about the radio station and then you'll be like, oh, you know, I can stream it. But it's amazing how also like because of a website and people just choose to listen to like a respective station, you get listeners from like all mm. over the world, mm. actually. Mm. Maybe it could be a lot, maybe it couldn't. I mean, I'm not sure. It depends mm. on whoever's yeah. listening. But I mean, yeah, I agree. I think it's the expats as well. Like yeah. I know yeah. my dad still will listen to online South African radio because again, it's the like it's locally relevant mm. and yeah. it's something that connects him to Cape Town mm. because yeah. it's so Cape Townian. But with podcasts, I feel like you need to know where you're going, like your direction yeah. of what the purpose is. Yeah. Mm. Because you don't want to listen to a podcast and people are just like rambling on like there has to be some sort of purpose. Like yeah. you love the conversation, yeah. the free flow, the freedom and all yeah. of those things. But you know, like you want to know like if I'm going to listen to those podcasts today, like what am I going to get? Real yeah. talk. Are we going to like dive and get into deep things? Yeah. Um, not just like random, completely like just like hotness yeah. of, they, of they conversation. That is a Nothing genre behind. of podcasting. Really? See, I yeah, didn't know just that. Just people just shooting shit. Huh. Yeah, I learned something new yeah. today as well. But again, I think, <laughs> I think that's still true yeah. though. Because you know that with that podcast, what you're going to get is it's them shooting, shooting shit. shit. So that'll, exactly. be, yeah. that'll be what'll work is that they consistently, without a doubt, every time, that's what you're getting, even though you don't know exactly what the subject like matter BFF's is. Like that BFFs pod from like the people in the US, like, I don't know if you know it, but it's like on my, it pops mm -hmm. up on TikTok sometimes on my like for you page. Yeah. Like it's this guy that was in the Sway house, like these TikTokers. Mm. And um, I know that if I see it, there's drama. So yeah. talk about like the beef, <laughs> yeah. the TikTok, yeah. the drama, the breakup. Did they mm. cheat on this? What happened? They ask those questions <laughs> like, so are you seeing each other again? And you know, like, mm. that's what I know. Spicy like, stuff. yeah, but spicy things. Yeah, mm. the expectation. You know it's what, what you expect. And we then, do need to wrap up I the know. pod. The last thing is. <laughs> I'm like realizing what time is it. Before the wrap up. <laughs> right, there's another question. What could be very fun is Brad's first going to take a turn. In his radio presenter voice. Okay. To, to kind of just say, do the intro. Thank you. Or are we going to do the outro? The outro. Yeah, let's do the outro. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Share, like, subscribe, all that stuff. I'll have a go at it. And then we can have the pro do it. Do okay, it. I have to see what you guys do, do first. I've never exited an outro <clears throat> or a podcast. Just for fun. <laughs> do you want to do like a, a vocal warm-up like no, 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 we don't need to if my voice isn't warm at this point seriously what the fuck have we been doing <clears throat> you just did a magic trick yeah do we clap hands are you gonna let me are you not okay nobody's clapping with me gentlemen, I, I want to do like an fmr do it, like do so it. number one we don't do ladies and gentlemen i can oh, yes, i can, can, yeah. I, can Folks, I can i can put a nice radio preset over this okay thanks Folks, thank you so much for watching this episode or listening to this episode of the Kaya cast with the lovely Yuta Hermanis. <laughs> we had a wonderful conversation uh, around radio and communication and politics and all those good things. I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in with us this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you are. And I look forward to seeing you next Thursday evening, same time, same place. Thank you so much. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm not cut out for radio. Your turn. Gary's got a voice as well. Can I do two? I, I kind of wish that this was. No, I want to have to do one. If I have to do this one, is being you have to do this is being done. But I want to do an Afrikaans one as well because Afrikaans radio is fun. Okay, fair enough. You can okay. do it. Yeah. <laughs> and folks, that has been the Kayakast, where we had a lovely interview with Yuta Monis. And as always, share, 
like, subscribe, and maybe leave a review. Goodbye. That and reminded then, me of Family Guy. And welcome up Radio Groot FM, hier so op die banke van Kaya. Ons praat nou, en dit was die Kaya Kaas, waar ons het Jutter man is opgehaald, en ons het een gelooflike, ongelooflike, wonderlijke gesprek gehad met Amal Hieso. En dit is ek, soos altyd, Diran Pelser, kyk kap naar, bye bye. That is so accurate! That was so accurate! That was so accurate! It does sound like that. I'm actually good. The Afrikaans was like amazing. I know. The Afrikaans one was good. Yeah, I can't take the Afrikaans version, you know. Do, do a the pro one. outro, show us up both. Do you want to do like a radio version of this outro? Yeah, yeah just do it. like how would you do, an, it's the pro. do the outro on the, on the spot. This happens every Thursday, yeah. same time. Every Thursday, 6 Different time. Ish. 6 p.m. ish. We try. <laughs> Hypothetically, 6 p.m. every Thursday. Mm. All at 6 p.m. every Thursday, we're going to create the expectation. <laughs> <laughs> now I've got to work harder. <laughs> Oh, this one's only for next week. Sure. Oh, but yeah. is it always the two of you? Because no, I always see no. different faces. It's different team it's members. Everybody. It's just the cast of Kaya. Just the cast, the, Kaya Kaya. Cost. the Kaya cast. All right. Same, you know, same, same place, and different it's, it's, faces. It's the Kaya cast and fabulous friends of ours in the creative industry. Yep. Hmm. Okay. So if you're looking for some fun entertainment conversation and maybe you want to put a smile on your face, you've had a bad day and you kind of want a 360, then make sure to tune in next Thursday around six-ish, right? Six-ish. Six-ish. Can't make any promises though, but what I can guarantee is that you'll leave feeling a whole lot better with a Kaya cast. There might be a different face or two, but one thing's for sure is that uh, after your first episode, you're going to keep wanting to watch more. So make sure to like, follow and subscribe. I'm literally on FM. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I've got FM radio in my head right now. That awesome. was, yeah. Okay. That was done Woo, by the bye, professional. Everybody. Thank you so much for watching. <laughs> and we'll see you next week.